This is the culture. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our first official Cinema Wave conversation. We want to get right into our topic today, but if you would like to hear more about us and who we are, please check us out at Cinema Wave Media on Instagram and TikTok, as well as at underscore Culture Wave Media on Instagram. Also, we just want to say thank you to you guys for listening in and welcome to our channel. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. I'm one of your hosts, Darian Scalamoni. I'm also with Liz Seiko. And I'm also with Zach Miller. Great to be here. And we're today going to talk about uh, the highly anticipated uh, series finale of Succession, yeah. um, which just went through four seasons on HBO. A great series. If you haven't watched it yet, you should probably get off of this video right now because... First of all, it's fantastic. You should binge the hell out of it. But it's also one of the greatest TV shows probably that's ever come out on HBO. And we're going to spoil a lot of it. Um, so with that being said, from this point on, you've been warned. Major spoilers will be talked about. So please click off and come back and watch this after you guys have watched the series. Um, so I want to start the conversation by asking you guys, what were some of your predictions for the ending of the series before we watched? Um, I, I, had, I had a crazy prediction I, I know i talked to you about this like a while ago um there was a lot building up to the finale i mean a lot of like power moves that mm -hmm. each of the characters took um my crazy prediction was um there was gonna be some like fallback on tom with like the cruise ship scandal and then um he was gonna get like fired or have no other roy family okay. member to get late to like lay on because logan logan yeah <laughs> and um yeah that's right we're going over spoilers we're doing so spoilers. we're doing so yeah we're we, doing. Are, we are so um yeah but so he has logan is gone and he was like his last guy logan died let's logan, get it out there logan it's died. there yeah Deceased. it was a major part like one of the yes. biggest episodes in the yeah, history of tv it was insane but um so his so uh, I predicted that because Tom had no one else to lean on, that he would either kill himself or he would just be like completely out of the picture because because of the cruise ships. Because of the cruise ship scandal, and I felt like they were going to actually fully throw him under the bus, okay. and then he or he was going to kill himself because of the whole Shiv situation, True. the fallout. Like he had nothing. But that was my bold prediction. I was talking to DJ about. It. I was like, I don't know if this could happen, but then there's that whole thing that happened with kendall and, and season one and season two with the yeah with the kid with the car yeah. accident yeah yeah so um i thought anything could happen and then the logan thing i was like oh something could happen but mm -hmm. what was your prediction like what did you think um i feel like i didn't have any major prediction until like the second to last episode because so many things were happening that i was like i don't actually know where jesse armstrong's going with this um, but so after the election episode was when I thought that the new president I, Mencken, Mencken yeah. was going to team up with um, Madsen <clears throat> and that they were going to like do some like sketchy behind the scenes thing where they steal like technically steal the company from the family and was just going to like screw them all over just because they were both being so sketchy on everything and mm -hmm. keeping their cards really close and making deals but then not following through with them. And so I was like, oh, these two men are snakes and they're going to like take them yeah. for a ride because I feel like also the, ki the kids are stupid at a certain level yeah. and just think that they know everything, but like they don't. I, I had a feeling that Madsen would end up on top no matter what, like with somebody. Yeah. Uh, I didn't because there were so many there were so many talks about how Kendall and, and uh, Roman wanted to just take the company back. Yeah. But I thought he was going to end up on top. I 
I had a weird feeling that it was going to be Tom. I don't know why. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I couldn't give you 100% of a reason why. There was just so much of this flexibility in terms of him backing down on being, like, a real human. Mm. Like, he was the closest thing to, like, a corporate snake out of all of them. Like, they all had major problems. Yeah, I agree with that. But he was, he was just a corporate guy. Like, that's what he was. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you saw, like, with all the family members, they all had so many of their own personal issues. And Tom, though, I mean, his marriage was obviously in shambles. Mm -hmm. He didn't have something that was weighing down him with work and what that, like what work meant to him and and all that kind of stuff. So I had a feeling it was going to be Tom. Uh, We're going to talk about in more detail in a little bit what happened with him and Greg. Yeah. But as, as him and Greg and their relationship evolved too, I always felt like, I mean, it could only go one of two ways, but it was either like he was going to die with Greg being the culprit, Mm -hmm. which somewhat happened. Like that was kind of what happened, Mm -hmm. but then it winded up kind of even backfiring and it winded up working out in his favor. Wow. So you weren't surprised at all though? No, I really wasn't. Wow. I, I, well, I definitely didn't think it was Kendall at all. Like I never for an inkling thought he was going to have, yeah, I thought he would blow it up at some point by his own doing. Like I thought there was going to be something that stiffs him out of it. And, you know, at the end, it is his ego that pretty much gets it over, and and mm-hmm. his all of his his mental his mental yeah. just fortitude. I mean, and everything of what yeah. his character is, everything that he did leading up to that moment, both his persona and his like horrible strategy that he's been trying to build the business around. Like he was just not fit for the job, and I think that's like also what logan was getting at early in the season when he finally sits them down at the nightclub and he goes you are not serious people Mm -hmm. like there's just no feasible way my company is going to go to you guys because they they were just not fit to do any of those tasks and to hold the same weight that he could all those years so i think you see more of that in the show and i think that's really cool cool excuse me We lost the soul. We lost. He's down, everyone. Uh, yep. <laughs> I knew my voice would crack at some point. It's um, okay. I thought it would have been a little like all of a sudden. What is the point of the whole show if Kendall took it back? Because it's like episode one, he was supposed to have it. So then it's like, where? Why did we even go through all of this just for him to get it back? I love the parallels though of like the opening episode of the whole oh, series yeah, yeah, and yeah. the opening of this is literally. A reflection mm-hmm. like it's him in the car in the back seat and it's yeah. him walking up and everybody looking at him and expecting this is going to be the guy that runs the company and to some semblance in the mm-hmm. beginning of the series there really is a belief that that's going to happen mm-hmm. but there's a weird there's a weirdness to when you see it again in this season because i don't think anybody really believed that they were going to be able to pull it off no and they were going to get in each other's way and that was always something that I think that's something that also just kind of crescendoed as the seasons went on. Like yeah. you always knew that there was like this, the mentality with all of them. I mean, you even see it with Connor's character, like who's kind of like a buffoon, but like the way that they treat him and like, it's not family, like it's not family, it's family, but it's not family. Um, yeah. And you get a glimpse of that in, in the, uh, the all hell, the King or whatever. Um, what were they saying? Uh, a meal for a king. A meal for a, a king, for which a is a great king. scene, but the meal for a king scene. It's like, you have that little moment of seeing that they, they do love each other, yeah. but there's so much getting in the way of them having a real relationship as siblings, mm-hmm. and this company is at like the center of it. Um, but I do think, Liz, I'm curious on what you think. Like, what was the turning point for you with Shiv's character? Because we find out in this season that she's pregnant, um, but there's a lot to her character that 
kind of develops throughout the season. She has great moments, but I wanted to know what your thought was on her as a character this season and just in general. Like, cause she flip-flopped a lot, too. Mm-hmm. So. so I think, I have a theory about Shiv that compared to Logan, I think out of all of the siblings, she is the most heartless, just like Logan was. Because mm-hmm. Kendall, at the end of the day, he wants to be seen as, like, the good person that does good things for humanity. Um, Roman, at the end of the day, he kind of wants to be seen as an asshole, but really is still, like, a child at heart, so he doesn't have that thick thick skin to yeah. actually like ruin people's lives mm-hmm. and then connor is just like off in la la land living his, <laughs> his daydream fantasies and i feel like shiv is the one that actually would like ruin somebody's life and be yeah. like i don't care i did it for a reason that would help me and i think that came out this season specifically i feel like in the past you saw her like teetering of being like okay, is she just pretending to be mm. this way just to get her foot in the door? Or is she actually kind of like a cold-hearted person? And I feel like this season just solidified yeah. it. Even with the ending moment between her and Tom in the car, I feel horrible. Yeah. I feel like Shiv has the most depressing ending, even though Kendall looks like he's going to just... Yeah. Yeah, it's, impli- yeah. it's implying it's something. It's implying something but... that Kendall... But who knows... They left it for that reason, but I feel like Shiv's ending mm-hmm. is almost more depressing because it's like here she is still wrapped in this rat race, even though yeah. she, everybody else is now out of it in her family. She's stuck in it, also stuck in like a loveless marriage with a kid that like she kind of doesn't really care about just because like yeah. they never talk, like she's never openly talked about it, like with yeah. anybody. In I was, was going to add way? to your point with that too. Uh, that's actually a really good point. Cause I, in the finale, so much happens and I didn't even think about her pregnancy because yeah. there's so many other factors in the final episode. And I think to your point with the heartlessness that she has, like she's never a mom or a mom preparing to have the kid and like, Oh, you know, I would love to get the kid this, or like, I want to be there for the kid. She never like once no. says, she's like, I want to be a, a mother. Yeah. She's like, and then even Tom, when they're having that confrontation at the newsroom, he's like, is this a move that yeah, you're trying? Yeah, which was and like, oh, yeah, that was crazy. And obviously she didn't want to hear that reaction. But in the same light, she buries that reaction. Every mm-hmm. time she has a moment of weakness in yeah. her eyes, she buries it. And mm-hmm. that's like crazy to me. So. Which don't get me wrong. I love her character. I think oh, she's yeah. like, Ooh. yeah curves every like so much detail but i don't something that i wasn't really clear about and maybe i just missed it is like when did she actually start to decide of like okay i'm actually not going to vote yes in the final board meeting i agree because that that was something for me is like i wish that there was a little bit more of like an actual turn I read a few things online that said like she was seeing Kendall of like how he would be in the board meeting of being like an egotistical, like masochist leader. And so she didn't like that. But I feel like it was a little uh, out of left field for her to just storm out of the boardroom. Well, I would push back on that theory specifically. Okay. Just because she actually has a line of dialogue where she says you always want to be like dad, but you'll never be dad. Doesn't she say that when to did, him? When did she say when that? They go, when they go into the room together, the siblings. Yeah. So he chases her out, and then she's like, you so badly want to be this thing that dad was, but you'll never be that. So when do you think she, like, started 
I don't think that she. I don't think she ever necessarily wanted him. So do you think that in the nice moments of them like swimming together? I think that I think I think that was her being vulnerable, and I think, and it's funny you brought up the Roman thing because I think Roman in general, like he has all these. I think he has like. It's very clear he has an indication of like a lot of the thing that a lot of what he does is reactionary. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like even firing Jerry, like it was just it, it's reactionary, and and the woman of the the studio head or whatever. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. So, in those kind of situations, um, I think that you see after he gets um he jumps in the protest, like you see this moment of real like it's the real Roman for the first time where you see it where he doesn't mm. he uses like these name calling techniques as like kind of a shield to protect himself but he's the one that wants to be the most human i mean you see it a lot this season you see it at the funeral yep. you see it um you see it in others again like even when they get the call about logan like there's so much that happens in terms of like him just being like yeah well he's not gone like what are you saying he's not gone and that's like the other two were like no you have to be mature to this um but i think it's interesting because i don't think roman ever thought that kendall could do it either but he he also didn't have enough within himself mm-hmm. to do it, and I'm I think trying, he yeah. I think he felt confident when it was him and Kendall doing it together, yes, because he had a fallback. Um, but I think that Shiv always believed that she was the one that should have taken over, and I think she finds that, like wh- when is it when she started that season two, right? When she, her and Logan start getting like more in touch with one another, like she, he's kind of like. He's like, I'll bring you in yeah, and I could start to kind of... Except and then, after her haircut. Yeah. She cuts yeah. her hair after the wedding. Yeah. yeah. And that's season two, right? This wedding, I think, or is the end of season one. Yeah, yeah, but like, so the season where he's... Season two is yes. chopped hair. Yeah, and then season three is when Jerry comes on. Yes. As CEO, yeah. And then they're kind of like trying to train Shiv yeah. to be the next thing, but... So you think that Shiv kind of was like just enjoying the moment of being with her siblings at the time, yeah. but didn't actually believe like... I'm going to let I think she this. wanted to believe. Mm-hmm. I think that she wanted to believe that this is what the best thing could have been. And again, I think there was a part of her that believes that it's the only thing that would have saved her brother. And she was vulnerable just hearing the news that Matson kicked her out, basically. Yeah. She was like... She played her hand not true. and she yeah. tried to play her hand against her siblings and it didn't work. Yeah. And, and then she was like, well, now I feel like I have to... Um, take my sibling's side i think it was a little immediate with mm-hmm. her reaction shift and i agree I, I wish i don't even think they did it poorly i just think that it was such a big um conclusion that she drew mm-hmm. that we didn't see that shift right away there just needed but to be a small cut to her just like kind of like hesitant and just yeah. like a look in her eye of being yeah. like wait a second i don't know if i actually want to do this because all mm-hmm. of a sudden it was just like shifts being she's uncomfortable and is storming out of the room yeah maybe they wanted to shock us in the same way that i kind of like the immediacy i did but i like i like i like things that are like i don't know like in a weird way i like things that are anxiety driving we were also as panicked as kendall was because of the camera work so i did actually like that so but so but to your point emotionally and um with the arc think it was a little was just a little, like yeah oh we've brought you guys to this point but just kidding let's take you completely a different way but do you think because i yeah. think shiv is probably the most diabolical and like it's always playing games and like thinking mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. you think that she did it because she now is the only sibling with her hand actually in the company now by being married to tom See, by being know. married to the ceo like Explain that to me again. So do you think that she voted yes because now 
it got both of her brothers out of the business completely, and now she's the only sibling. No, I don't think she. I really connection. don't think she thought about that. You don't. No, I don't think she think thought she about just... Tom in that way. I think that it literally came down to the fact that she could not trust Kendall. Yeah. To take mm-hmm. the company the in a direction, and I plus, you got to think about even in the political aspect. Like, think about the election episode, which you talked about. Like, yeah, she's so against what happens when they call Wisconsin, and she looks at him and she's like, "Are you really going to let this happen?" And I don't think Kendall necessarily wants it to happen, but again, he goes against his better judgment mm-hmm. to do something that's going to put him in what he thinks is a better position. Okay. And she's like, I think he's disappointed her too many times. And again, I I think it's weird because it's like we can't go into the psychology of these characters, yeah. obviously. But then how? Why does she? How does she get back into the car with Tom? Because the last time that we saw their conversation, she was ready to go to war. I think that's him. her submissing at that point. Submissing though to then take control. In a way, that's what I don't know. I I think it is. I don't even know if she wants like that. I was. Did you surprised. see what I mean of her then having a hand? She, she's then married yeah, to the CEO of her father's. But she is like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I that definitely happens. I, I think the the half hearted like handhold mm-hmm. is the thing that she's not like she's unwillingly like. I guess I'll do this if I have to, and she's like, I have nowhere else to go at this point. And I think she feels like she can weevil her way back in through Tom than her siblings because she's been in that vicious cycle of being kicked out by her siblings and not taking her seriously. So in some weird way, she probably thought that Tom was the quickest route to the top or she just, like you said, didn't want to see Kendall win. I I think it was a combination of things. I, I think Kendall, she definitely didn't want to see Kendall win because like for her own reasons, she wanted to be on top. And then also she knew he would be horrible. And he's a bad person. Yeah. So I, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I, I think that there is an element that could have been possible. I just don't, I don't believe yeah. that personally because of the way that her relationship with Tom has been throughout four seasons. I don't think that she, especially because Tom's the one that screws her up over in the third season. So I don't think that that like, again, if, if we're talking about her character to a T mm-hmm. and she wants to be on top, which I mean, that's kind of she the does. psychology the whole, of all yeah. the characters, but if that is the case, like either way, she's not going to be on top. And I think that there could be a situation in which, yes, she can maybe get there in a different position with mm-hmm. Tom being there. But I think it's more so that like she would do anything to make sure that if the Roy legacy was going to go on with somebody with the same name, it was not going to be either of her siblings because she believed mm-hmm. she was the best candidate. So do you think it's her submitting by getting in the car? That's what you think? No, I think it's just her submissing to the, like, I think it's her just being like, I'm tired. I'm done. Interesting. Just being like, like, I think that it was, I mean, that scene in the, in the other room with, uh, with Roman and Kendall is such an emotional breakdown. Mm -hmm. And she says it when she says the one scene where she goes, I love you, but I can't effing stomach you. Yeah. And it's, it's serious, you know, cause it's real and it's, it's visceral. And it's something where I think she's just like, this person is so disgusting mm-hmm. and I don't recognize who this person is where at the end of the day, as much as she has had all these games with Tom, I think she genuinely believes Tom is a good person, mm-hmm. which might not even be true either. But I'm saying, I think that she in some, so to some degree believes that, yeah. especially because of the way he's comforted her mm-hmm. despite turning his back on her. So that's the interesting thing and the greatest thing about this show. I know. Is that there's so many different layers to every single character, which is why I think it's it's so great as a whole. And I know one of the things that we kind of touched upon a little bit, but we can 
dive into a deeper conversation about it. It's like some most people I feel like are happy with the ending of the show, mm -hmm. but some people always want a little bit more of what's going to happen next, right? Do you guys think that you would have liked to have seen a future in which like the ending of the show wraps it up in a way where like we have a little bit of a time jump, like five years down the road, ten years down the road, of where all the characters end up, end up. kind of, yeah. Um, no, because I feel like they kind of did that just by showing each of them in their perspective places. Like Kendall, I think is kind of finished in life. Like he, although he might have not like a tragic ending, he's never going to be as big of his as his father ever was. And he's just going to kind of live a life that's never reaching to the heights he wanted. Roman, I think, is going to just live the life that he's always dreamed of, which is just being a, someone, yeah. just a fun person, but like is also he's just rich and he's getting out too. Yeah, and yeah. He just want he's going to be rich, have trauma that he never has to talk about, and that's going to be that. And then Shiv, I think, is just going to have a depressing marriage, marriage but be in her political or like business status and i think she's okay with that and so i feel like they did that but i i don't know if i would have wanted to see them all five or ten years down the road i might have been more disappointed yeah i don't i don't think um adding a time jump would have really helped much i think it it's so it was so different how they did this ending i think too like it didn't feel like a proper narrative conclusion with you know happy endings and hugs and farewells it was really nice how succession did it different with you know shiv completely swept the rug out from under kendall especially mm -hmm. and the rest of everyone else and you're just left to sit with the same chaos that kendall just experienced so i think um that was better to me than just having a, a bow on top and like narratively wrapping it up like other shows and yeah. stuff like that um and even if there was like five ten minutes of a time jump and they're like 10 years and there's another baby in the picture and yeah tom's on top like i don't know if it would have done anything else for me because i you you feel those emotions and the weight of it already um and also i do like the fact of the imagination behind it because you kind of draw your own conclusions to what happens to them yeah like tom you have no idea if he becomes more despicable and like what he does with greg you know yeah. like and um kendall like if he actually does like kill himself or if he ever gets his family back or if he ever lives with himself and then roman is just in this void of a bottomless pit he just can't seem to get out of and um yeah, I think I don't I don't like if they drew a little too many conclusions, it wouldn't it wouldn't have been the same, I think. Yeah. So. I think this is a ra very rare example of every single character gets the ending that I shouldn't yeah. say that they deserve, but every ending that I think gives you some sort of semblance of being like, yeah, this makes sense. Yeah. Like I to a full it. degree. Yeah. yeah, like I think um the one thing that I saw online too, which was super interesting, especially with Roman's character, so the last shot you see of Roman is he goes to a bar by himself and he orders a martini. And, uh, they show, um, there was like, it basically showed like the breakdown of throughout the seasons, whenever he's with Jerry, she's always drinking martinis mm -hmm. because there's a semblance of him that still has this personal connection to Jerry and like this, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, again, it like, it becomes weirdly sexual in some of the seasons, obviously like with <laughs> like big things like the picture and everything. 
But then there's other times where it's like there is a there is an aspect of it that is weirdly maternal mm -hmm. because of his relationship with his mother and the relationship he had with his father and he wasn't treated well by his siblings. So I think just in terms of that, that's interesting too. But then even my favorite, I think my favorite shot of the last episode is when they go through, uh, when they go through now Willa and, and Connor's house mm -hmm. and they have the whole system of the stickers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he puts a sticker on Greg's head. I loved it. And I laughed out loud, but at the same time I was like, holy shit, man. Mm -hmm. And they, they both really get what they yeah. want. Like in a weird way, they yes. get what they want. Tom still has control over Greg and Greg is the one that helped him get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, realistically, he did. And then at the same time, he's like, well, you know what? Like, I think I can hold on to you. You yeah. want to know why? Because you're as flexible as I am. Mm -hmm. And if there ever was another, which I hope they never do. But like, if they ever did like any, yeah, like if they ever did a sequel <laughs> or a spinoff, like I could see it as if like, and again, it might be the most cliche thing, but it's like, you see Greg eventually take over the company. And that's the only I would love to see family. My mom had that as like a joke. Like I, well, I think she thought it was like, she was like, it's going to be Greg. I'm it's like, there's Greg. no way it's going to be Greg. No that was like a season was... one theory that everyone yeah. was like, yeah. it's Greg. Yeah. But it was, but it was the familial thing. It was like, mm -hmm. you can still kind of hand the company over to somebody and it's still technically in the family, mm -hmm. but it's not one of the kids. So it was, it was just, it was super interesting. But I mean, I guess since we're on the topic of Greg too, like, do you think, do you guys think he should have been fired for what he did? Or do oh, you no. like, no, no, he, he, Tom deserved that. <laughs> yeah. So I also was, yeah. Um, to go off of your previous point too. And he was like, I got you like after, after like he completely just, you know, bitch slapped Tom. And then he's like, <laughs> <laughs> then you're, then you're like, wait, let's get into my, that first. The fight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, the so fight's let's great. Go, fight. Let's go through that. Let's unpack that. Like that was, I mean, it was warranted cause Tom was just like, like, yes, Greg went behind his back for sure. But I mean, he used, he did what Tom told him, like mm -hmm. use information when you need it. Yeah. And he needed it and, um, he, he used it, extorted him. And then he, you know, he, Tom just goes in there and thinks he can like horse around with him again. And Greg just like completely <laughs> abolished, like smacks the shit out. I know. <laughs> Annihilated his face. Yeah. So that was great. Um, and I was here for it and tom tom i think there there was like that soft like reaction he's like what do you just did you just hit me and then he like went right back yeah. at him and then immediately like you jump ahead in the episode and he, tom is like in charge now mm -hmm. and then my first reaction was like i was like oh greg is so done like like i thought greg was like toast i thought he was going out the window or something but their relationship like, was my favorite throughout the yeah. show though mm -hmm. and so, the way that it wraps up i feel like is yeah. perfect like in such a way that i mean you see it from it, it, it it's the first episode isn't it where he's like really really messing oh yeah so when they go abusive, to the, it's the, yeah. the softball game or yeah. whatever it is yeah and it's and he's like what yeah. is, i think he's like are you gonna kiss me do you want to kiss me or he calls him his little greglet that's yeah. the thing yeah. is at the first yeah and and i mean then it's like who's the cook in the kitchen at this point like greg's the yeah. one that almost cost you your job mm -hmm. and he could have ended think he gained like the whole reaction, I was expecting Tom to completely blow up. So I, I think, do you think he gained some respect for Greg because he slapped him? It's part of me. I don't like think he, he gained respect for him because that. I think he gained respect for him because he, I think again, I think he has been around Tom for so long. And I think mm -hmm. he's literally grown into, in a weird way, mini Tom, where mm -hmm. he's like, again, he's flexible. Like he's willing yeah. to bend in any which yeah. way to try to, and he was with Tom the whole time until the very end where he tried to he was doing something because again he's also oblivious so he yeah. called kendall and he was like listen i have some information 
But I think that that's the respect part of it where Tom was like, damn, man, you actually did something that could have screwed me over. Like, you really did. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I just love their relationship and I think that they're like the most quotable characters on the show and they're just great. And I feel like their start, I mean, I think everybody on the show was great. I just think that they kind of came out of nowhere. I feel like their characters and they were ones where like, again, it developed over time and I think they started being featured more and more Mm -hmm. because there was so much to love about their relationship, (laughs) you know? um liz was there what was what was something that you think um there was enough left for them to continue to maybe make another season if there was like do you think it was you didn't think it was a premature ending right Uh, no i don't think it was premature at all but i do think that there were a few things that maybe they could have like a question of mine they focus so much on the election just for it to not really come up as like a main player in the final episode Even Which, earlier. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was like a big thing. And like it was a big thing. It took up an entire yeah. episode. And so I wondered, like, why they didn't even let it kind of be a playing factor. I think it was more that maybe they just wanted to explore that uh, feature of, like, mm. powerful, wealthy people and how much weight they have in an election. Um, I think that's what they wanted to explore. But... So that was something that I wish that they had talked about a little bit more. I love Jerry's character. And so I wish they had given her just a little bit more of a solid scene. Letting her out than Kendall just saying like, oh, we're just going to pay her off. Like, that's why she's here. We're just paying her off. Yeah. I felt felt like there was so much history between her and Roman that maybe they could have let something happen a little bit more between the two of them. And just like a little bit more something solid happening yeah part of me though thought when i saw him at the bar i was like oh my god could you imagine if like jerry joined him like joins him that would have been great i would have loved that that would have been that was one of my favorite characters throughout the whole thing she was great i love i love all those older characters too frank and carl yeah but no i mean besides those two things i don't really think that there was anything major that they left out i mean do you guys they left, I don't think, think they, they left, left anything out. Um, or like I, untied I was, ends, kind of? I, I was going to say the election, election too, I think. Yeah. Just because of the, like, it felt like, well, especially when um, it, it gets called in the election episode, and then Roman goes out into the streets, and there's, like, the riots and stuff. I was like, is this going to play into the finale? Like, is something chaotic going to happen where... Is something as extreme as this is the city gonna burn or something? Like I don't. It seems like such a heavy thing. Or the riots um, weren't even a thing in the final episode. Like, yeah. It was like yeah. oh was, they're done. It was yeah. It doesn't matter anymore. And so I, that I just wish they had brought that element in a little bit more of like yeah. the pressure or like do they get caught with like calling the le- like what where why was that needed that episode? Yeah, and I was yeah maybe they'll. Like, you could assume, too, that Tom and ATN might also get tied up with some legal battles. Because they were alluding to that as, like, the election committee was going to investigate them on if they called it, and then they swayed the election in any way. Um, But there was even some other information that could have been explained a little further with that, too. But, yeah, I would say, like, the lobbying and power moves in politics and stuff like that... um, could have been like another season but at that point if they did another season now 
and the kids are forced out, and then it's just like Tom, and then how do you integrate yeah. the kids coming back in again to try and yeah, make them so that would be like yeah. I also I feel like they that. just didn't want it to start going downhill because you know how sometimes yeah. like once yeah. you not kill off, but I mean get rid of like one character, and then it starts to become smaller and smaller cast of Carnage mm-hmm. starts being a little. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought, thought I thought as a whole, I actually thought it was probably the best season of the show, which I think a lot of people do too. I don't know if I'm in the minority or majority there, but the one thing that I thought was really interesting, especially about the way they wrapped it all up, was if you take like this is my own personal opinion, but when you take a look at that episode as a whole, until we get to the vote, it's actually like some of the most tender that it's ever been in throughout four seasons. Like it's not a very anxiety-inducing, there's not a lot of um, crossing over besides, like, the Matson with Shiv, but you see not only the um, a meal for a king scene, but I really love the scene when they're in the house uh, bidding for all the stuff, and they go in the room, and, and you see that, like, Logan's family is the people that he worked with, and as terrible as he was to a lot of people, and he very much was, there was a level of why people like Carl and people like Frank and people like Jerry stayed on with him because there was a level of respect and there was a level of love there, you know, that they all developed. Like, I think, I don't know if they talk about, um, they might have in previous seasons, but like Frank, Carl, and Jerry all having families. Like, I don't know if they do or not. Um, and I, we know that, uh, what's his name? Uh, Hugo has a daughter because we find out that that's pretty significant. But um, that was very, that was eye-opening to me because it's like, he... Logan doesn't have the capacity to do that, mm-hmm. and he just doesn't have the capacity to do it with his kids. So I don't think it's his kids. I think it's because, because I picked up on this, that Connor was the only one out of the siblings there. there. Yeah. And I think that because Connor wasn't going after the crown of like the legacy so hard, mm. there was room for him to have that father-son relationship because Logan didn't feel that competition to be like, Oh, they want to take it from me. And That's so he was able to just say, like, you're my son. While with the other three, he saw them as rivals. He saw them yeah. as, they just want to get rid of me so that they can take like, my throne. Yes, yeah, like, yeah. they don't actually want to have just a relationship with me. They want to take what I've made. Well, Connor, <laughs> since, I don't care. since yeah. episode one was just yeah. like, I just want my dad to love me. Yeah. And, like, you saw that, too, when he was like, oh, yeah. Like, and he I makes an effort. Out. He shows up for he, everything. He shows up. He planned the entire funeral. He cared. He he was the only one that knew of, like, where Logan bought his burial spot. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, dad showed me this place. And none of them oh, yeah. knew. Oh, that's and a good little detail. Yeah. That and so he's, oh. that's why I think that's also a big moment of showing, like, yeah. look. All, they were just blinded by yeah greed. And then there was that other level of, of that relationship too with um, with Logan was when his wedding is happening, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Why is Dad going to make another deal? It's my wedding day." Yeah. And he's like, "I've been doing in, in a nutshell." He's like, "I've been doing everything I would hope that would make him enjoy me because I'm not being conflicting. I'm not trying to t- take your business and yep. wish you could support me on my wedding day. And then I remember he's like, he doesn't, he doesn't go in the room with them when it's like yeah. the passing of his dad. He's just kind of like, no, I want to get married. I want to do this. Yeah, stuff. I want to do this. This is for me because now he's ta- like, I think in a way too, he thought that he's stealing this day too for me mm-hmm. because it's, he's passing on and that type of thing. He's like, well, selfish bastard. He's like, another, <laughs> another thing he has to take. But I think that was, it was so embedded in him that he was like, how, 
like he shouldn't have even been there in the first place. He should have been here for me. Yeah, yeah. it goes back to what you were saying too in, in this season where they have the talk in the in the club uh, for his uh, his rehearsal dinner or whatever it is or bachelor party or whatever it's supposed to be. For we're Connor. In, we're in the, the karaoke room. Yeah, the karaoke yeah, yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. But he goes, I love you all, but you're not serious people. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Like, Logan is a brute, but he was always, he was 100% Logan. And you see that throughout the whole entire series where you see, Logan doesn't really shift a lot. Like, he, he is who he is, and it's very evident. And you see it throughout the whole entire series and the funeral episode and all things like that. But there's all these different ebbs and flows with the kids excluding connor like the three main kids yeah so uh i always i just thought that was super interesting the way that they kind of showcase their relationship as a family and then the last time you see logan on screen is this this jovial kind of like santa claus-esque version of that character which is so but is it <laughs> but it's just like it was it was super interesting to me and again like it actually like it like pulled my heartstrings up a little bit and you see the character start to tear up and like like, like, they, they all, all like, uh, I think uh, Shiv puts her hand on Kendall, and then, like, he's, like, kind of hugging Rome, and it's like, wow, this might actually work. Like, they might actually really believe in doing something, and then everything goes downhill from there. Which I did love that they, because I feel like throughout the whole season, I've been kind of waiting for all three of them to just team up with each other to really be like, you know what? let's get rid of all of our issues and just, like, take care of this business together. And so I love that Jesse Armstrong gave us a little piece of that before completely just letting them go at each other. Yeah. That's, that, that, I don't, that's why I feel like it's it's almost a perfect finale because it has such a great balance of the tenderness and then the anxiety. So, again, like, that might be why I liked it because it's a real switch. Like, it just kind of happens on a dime with Shiv. Um, but who do you, like, I mean, again, I guess the, the obvious answer is Tom. But, like... Who do you guys think was the real winner, like, in, at the end of the show? I mean, there could be multiple answers for this. We've kind of touched upon it a little bit, like, Roman to a degree, maybe. Um, but what, who, what would you guys say, Zach? Do you have somebody in mind? Yeah, I would probably say uh, Matson because of all of his dirt that came He's great this past. Season, oh, I'm so, so glad. I'm so glad that they got He to... became, like, a regular yeah. in a way for this year, and he was in most of the episodes, and I was very happy that... Scars got with back. Um, I feel like he made off like so well compared to how he could have tanked. Like so many times, there was the India numbers, which is like literally fraud. Like he could go to jail, someone could leak that, something could have happened, the deal could have blown up. I'm surprised the deal didn't blow up. That they knew that information and things still happened. Um, and then. There was that weird, like, scandal that he was a part of. Yeah, with Emma. Emma. Yeah. Hey, oh yeah. yeah, and then Shiv is like, oh, you drink people's blood. What, yeah, what did he say? He, yeah. like, he froze his I blood and sent it to her, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, weird. like, very Dexter-esque you know, for, yeah. for yeah. Yeah. Very time's up. Like, get out of here, man. Like, get out of here. <laughs> that shouldn't happen. So, um, I I don't think um, he, he he didn't get any. Um, consequences, I think, for any of his actions, for the most part. Um, yeah. Even when he says to Tom, there's no consequence for that. That he wants to have sex with his wife. Oh my god. There's no consequence for that. And, and that solidifies your yeah. point. That is like, he is so eager to go in the trenches and work. Literally keep his head down and even sit with the fact that, oh, this guy wants to screw my wife and if I'm willing to sell my soul to do that, like, 
and become a CEO that I've always wanted, I'll do it. Like, yeah. He he couldn't even come back at that and be like, wait a minute, dude. You just don't say those things. Yeah. Like he couldn't. He was, but he he's like, like, he's like, we can speak transparently, right? And he's like, yeah, of course. Yeah, and then he knew yeah, in he that moment. Like, yeah, we're men. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. He, like he totally had Tom like by, I don't even like he just completely ruled over him. He knew he knew Tom would cave. I, I think he was actually using that to bait him and see what he would do and see what he would say to to really see if he would fall in line after that. Yeah, and then it was another power move, I think. And he was just—he did fall in line. I mean, but how do you not say something to somebody like that after talking about your wife like that? Yeah, and also maybe he didn't love her after all. Like, yeah, if he isn't gonna say anything. I know. Um, Liz, there's one thing I mentioned to Zach uh, that I'm curious on your take because I saw this online. I thought this was actually a really interesting theory in terms of why Madison might have decided to go with Tom. Okay. But um, so the at the funeral episode. The only one that's not there is Tom. Mm-hmm. And when he talks to Shiv about it and he asks her specifically why he's not there, she says, oh, he's working. You know, Tom, he always has to work. And he had this mentality that no matter what he – whatever Masson did, there would always be someone that would be working hard for him because that's all he really cared about. Which, again, I don't necessarily know if I agree with that. Like, I think Tom does – he does love Shiv to a certain extent. Um, but I thought that was an interesting theory because it's like that might have been the shift in Masson's head to be like, all right, well – you know, and because he, he talks, talks about it at the funeral episode, too. He, he keeps bringing up the ship that she's pregnant. Yeah. So then, I mean, technically speaking, she's not going to be there. Mm-hmm. And even though she's like, yeah, it's just going to, I'm going to pop the baby out and then I'm going to be back in, in a week. Yeah. But like, I don't think he believes that. And I think, again, he just has this different viewpoint of Tom after hearing that, that like as close as, as close as he was to Logan, like this is a guy that's going to work and he's going to work for me and he's going to be able to be the American CEO that he needs and people like them, and the markets will even out. So I'm curious on, like, so I think what you think about that theory. So is about how you say, like, Shiv mentioned, like, oh, Tom's always working. So in the beginning of the finale, when they're, like, prepping their numbers and Shiv's, like, ranting and, like, going off, he says, he's like, what about Tom? Like, what do you think about him? And she says, she's like, oh, he'll just back whoever is, like, the, the, like she'll do he'll do it for whoever has the most money and like whoever's there he's there for them and so i feel like in a way she just totally like screwed herself and just made sold it, it sold, sold it up sold to him tom to him and was like he's nothing but he'll just do whatever he's told and that's what he wanted at the end of the day yeah but um that's so when i go back to the question that we were just talking about of who is the real winner okay of and i'm not because I'm not, I'm not, my answer is not just based on, like, who took the company. Overall, from first episode to ending episode, Willa is the absolute winner of the series. Because that girl started as a prostitute. Everybody was just like, who cares? You'll be gone in a month. And now she's living in Logan's apartment. She's got her cow print couch. Writing the play that she's been working, working on her place. And she's about to work on her place. That's you know what? That woman applauds. She made off. She, she made really off. made off. It was, it was so, it was so, like, I shouldn't say it was predictable, but when the uh, dialogue started happening too, and he's yeah. like, yeah, and she's like, well, you know, when Connor's going to be in Slovenia, and, you know, I have a play to work on. She was, it was, yeah. it was just, I agree with you. Like she, in terms from of just from beginning to end. Yeah, if we're talking about Greg, character growth, her or Greg, they're the ones yeah. that really had like the biggest 
start to finish. I love, oh my God, Greg is, Greg is just such an interesting thing because I remember he's like, yeah, I just I want to try to get a job and my dad or my uncle or his grandpa. He's, he's like, my grandpa's like, you know, like Uncle Logan can get me a job. And now he's like, he's going to keep, they're implying he's going to be the right hand of the CEO yeah. of the company. And meanwhile, all he wanted to do was get his job back as being the mascot. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh my God, I always forget about the, the amusement, amusement parks. parks. That's where he started. Oh my God, that's where Roman started too, right? He was the head of amusement parks. You know what would have been great is if Tom Instead of putting the sticker on his head, he walks in with like one of the, the mascot head. head. Oh He's just like, here you go, buddy. Here you go. So good. Here, here's your job. Yeah. Oh my god. That Greg would have been like, that's all I've ever wanted. He would have been like, so. That's all I've ever wanted. That would be. That would be so. That would be so funny. Dagger the coffin. So in general, though, like again, there are some series finales that are like very controversial, especially in recent years. Like I know. Yeah, uh, like Game, Game of Thrones is one that everyone talks about is, is a major one that a lot of people don't like. Sopranos, I'm a huge fan of the Sopranos ending, but it's very divided, I feel like. Uh, Dexter is one that I, I'm so glad that they got rid of it, and then they did a new series after it. But in terms of, um, like, do you guys think that it was it was a successful finale? In terms of not only wrapping up the season, but I guess the series as a whole. I do. I think it was, um, like, Dramaturgically, it was a good. Oh my that's god, good, that's wow! That's, that's a great. Good. That's a great really drop right there. That is a good drop. There you, you go. Mean to do that? There you go, guys. You, no, I actually didn't mean to do that at all. <laughs> Wait, you got to go. Actually, dramaturgically. Dramaturgically. Yeah, it was. Uh, he got ripped apart for that though. I know. He ended up being correct. That is a that is a word. Yeah. So don't come for me. <laughs> um, no, but I feel like it was how it's meant to be. There was no major shock. I, I mean, Tom, to me, was a little bit of a surprise, but overall, I thought it was the solid. I wasn't let down. Not like other shows. Yeah. Dexter's trash. <laughs> it is. It's a bad ending. It's a bad ending. For the flagship. I'll argue with anyone. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yo, like... Dramaturgy. <laughs> <laughs> it's your best Kendall impression. It's just like... The best, best show ever. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's that's great. great. That's a good like, impression, honestly. Like, like, come on. Like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Did you sing his rap? We're saying L to the O G. Oh, it's like the mic. If I honestly so great. Yeah, oh my god. But, but in terms of just wrapping it up, I I mean yeah, it was it was. I mean nobody saw a lot of those endings coming. Um, I like I said I liked how they didn't tie a bow on it. I like how it just kind of swiftly ended. You were caught up in the chaos. Uh, very different from other shows that we've seen, and also like. A business show is not, like, action-packed. There's no, like, gunfights. There's no, like, somebody has to die at the end. Like, you're expecting there to be a power move, I think, which was the whole, like, show overall. So, yeah, I, I thought it was great. I mean, I I wouldn't add anything to it. I'm not that good. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think, it was, I think it was the closest thing to a perfect ending that you could have for a show of this caliber. Yeah. And just the way that the show organically grew over time. Um, I mean, the, I think, I feel the, like the viewership is another testament to that. Like, I didn't see the numbers of what the finale was, but I know that the show grew tremendously over season to season. Um, so I, I feel like the best thing to maybe wrap up the whole conversation as a whole is, like, in terms of the legacy of the show overall throughout, like, the four seasons, like, what do you think of it? Are you going to miss it? Like, maybe just something that you would be able to encompass to wrap up how you feel about the show in general. Um... 
I, I, I feel like it's one of those shows, at least in my own opinion, where, like, it was on my radar when I first started watching it. And I, I remember watching, I think I watched it live on HBO when it first came out, which I think was 2016, maybe around 2016, 2017. Um, but... Maybe 2018. Yeah, it might have been a little later. I'm not sure. But anyway, regardless, like, I really enjoyed season one. And then to me, I felt like season two had, like, a major jump. And then it just kept getting better and better. Like, I feel like... The last two seasons, like, you could put so many of those episodes in, like, the top ten. Like, there's so much that happens, and, uh, or at least, um, like, the season two finale, which we talked about a little bit, um, where they're on conference. No, that's the one, that, I'm pretty sure the season two finale is the one where they're on the, the yacht. They're trying to find the sacrificial lamb. That's the press lamb. conference, though. Oh, is they, it? Because then that's when he goes to do the press conference of saying, like, I'm going to take it. I, I am oh, yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. His cat under the bus. Yes. Yes, so you're right. Good. But that, like, and I feel like that's where the show kind of kicked it into another gear. Like, really? yeah. I loved it. I, I, have, I've loved it always, too. But I just felt like at that point, I was like, oh, my God. He's coming for you. Yeah. Like, he, and he's saying it to the world. And now you're like, oh, snap. Yeah. He just told him on his own platform that I am going to be the guy, whether you like it or not. So I, I do agree. I think that was like the episode. I was like, oh, yeah. snap. I think it was the, I think it was the oh, shit moment. I definitely do. I think it was the, I think it was the moment where everybody was like, wait, is it, are they really doing this right now? Like, this, we didn't see it coming. No. Well, we also had the speech plan. And not only that, but his father was the only one at that point. I think his dad knew at that point, right? That, that yeah. he killed the kid? Yeah, because that's why he said yeah. that's why he was going to do it at yeah. first. I think that was the season one finale. Yeah. It was where he's consoling him. Yes. So, so again, for him to make that big of a turn that he's going to go at his father's throat was something where it was like, yeah. So that was, at least for me. That was, that was one thing for me. But in terms of you guys, what you guys... Uh, Kind of final thoughts on succession as a whole. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I'll probably re-binge it in like a year and a half. <laughs> I feel like, because honestly, it's just so funny at certain parts, but then it gets like the serious tones and it's almost like a tragedy comedy. I I, I love it. I think it's so The writing funny. is so, so good. It's so witty. It's so, so funny. I also feel like rewatching it, I am going to see things and be like, I didn't even pick up on that the first yeah. time, just because of how smart some of, they also talk so fast and articulate to each other and are just always throwing curveballs at each other. Uh, the insults and all the banter. Yeah, it was so sharp, the dialogue. In, in a year and a half, I'll let you guys know if it, the rewatch I felt something up. new about it. <laughs> I, I would definitely say... Um, I'm going to miss the complexity of the characters and their own motives that they had for themselves and the company and their relationships that were intertwined with each other in the char- in the, the show. Like, all of the characters, like, almost dip into each other and their schemes in, like, so many different ways. Um, so, I, yeah, I would say the complexity that they all brought to the table. And then... I mean, just this is some of the best television acting you'll ever see. Like, all across the board, it's just unbelievable what they can do. And they were all so perfectly cast, too, like, to their roles. Like, you can see Kieran as Roman. You can see um, uh, Jeremy Strong as Ken. Like, all of them. And um, it was just so... 
I will also say too, I wanted to add that the show just felt so Shakespearean in a way of like power moves, like almost in that Shakespearean way of like who is going to be the successor for the throne. And it's literally that it's just for business and it's tailored for business. So I loved the whole, like Brian Cox was just the, the evil king and everyone's trying to undermine him and supersede him and be the successor and just be greedy and steal all that. So I love that they added almost like classic storytelling with modern takes and modern acting. And um, yeah, it's, it's just so complex of a show that even like general audiences can enjoy. So I, I really loved everything about the show. It's kind of like Succession, maybe did Game of Thrones better than Game of Thrones did. And my, oh, definitely better ending. Yeah, yeah I, I would agree. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. But, um, anything else we want to add, or are we... I want to end with, what are our favorite characters from the show? And what's your least favorite? Who's the worst and who's the best? I, I can't even say, like, I really, I don't know if I have a worst, because I don't, I, this is a rare example of, I don't know if there's a single character that I dislike on the show. Like, I mean, again, I hate them. Like, there's certain characters Yeah, like, there's like, terrible people. Yeah. Um... My favorite, I really, I think. All right, we don't have to do worse. Let's just do favorite. All right, I would, I would probably. My favorite character is honestly probably Tom. Okay. It probably is, and I think it's because of. I think it's because of the relationship with Greg and the kind of banter that they have together. It's so outrageous at times, and again, it's like he's just trying to have somebody like that he can lean on to, like literally smush to make himself feel better. And again, like talking about what Zach was just saying with the complexities of the characters, I think that Tom is probably the most complex out of all of them because you never really have a full read on who he is and he's he's he, because he's flexible you know so my pick would be tom Wanskans. zach i would probably have to go with logan i think okay. just because again horrible logan's person. great too yeah horrible person they're all great I should not like this guy but he's the most he's one of the most interesting characters because of his like his obsession with greed and then you know his relationships with his kids and all of the like lingering side effects of his bad parenting that he's had on like roman kendall shiv connor like there's different side effects of his like abusiveness i think that is present in each of them and then also he's like so complex to the point where there are elements of him in each of the char- each of the, the siblings. Mm-hmm. So I think um, Logan for me, uh, just because he's also just such a force when he's on screen, he's um, just he, he honestly steals pretty much every scene that he's in. Like he is such a present person, um, and Brian Cox is like. Uh, he's so good. Like, he's been great in everything, but this is, like, his career-defining performance, I think. So, yeah. which one is your favorite? Um, so, if they gave Jerry more of a presence in the last season, she would have taken it, but they just kind of, like, put her to the side. Um, so, I'm going to go with, with Cousin Greg. Because he just brings comedy to the messed up Roy family, and he's just great overall. I think physical comedy, perfect timing. Makes me laugh just walking into a scene being extra, like so tall and always hunching over. He's just like gangly just, and just like, like limbs are everywhere. He's just there and he just wants to always make everything better, but like he can't. He makes it worse. <laughs> God. He makes there's it so many. I mean, I feel like there's so many scenes with him that like stick out. 
hundred percent. So, so he's fine. He takes it. That's a good. That's a good. Hello, Jerry. Love you. If it is to be said, then it shall. That is a drink for a man. Oh my goodness. But anyway, um, so I think that's just about going to do it for us for um, our season uh, four and series finale of Succession. Again, if you guys are tuning in for the first time, please subscribe to the Culture Wave Media Network um, here on YouTube. And also be sure to like um, and share with friends. Um, so again, I'm Darian Scalamoni. I'm here with... I'm Zach Miller. And we'll see you guys next episode. episode.